Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. My name's Brian. And I'm Paul. And we'll get going in three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. My name's Brian and... And I'm Paul, just like we just said in the intro. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> and we were looking for new topics and the other day you know spirit was talking to me when i was riding my bicycle and it was one of those things it was kind of like i'm not constantly being bombarded by devices or phone calls you know when i'm actually on the bike so it was kind of interesting that that's when it happens when i literally can't do anything about it but i just kept thinking about it and it and it was kind of heavy on my heart when i got home so today what we want to do is we want to talk about rejuvenation and like getting a reset point back to you know, back to good, as that song says. So, you know, when I got home from the bike ride, I I was filled the need, with the need to flesh out this and, and talk about rejuvenation of self. And I've heard from time to time that it's important to take time and smell the roses. I mean, I think we all have that experience. And, and to me, we have to make a decision as to whether we're going to fret about life being so short or we're going to celebrate every moment we're living and, you know, just getting in a rut and grinding through something is not really the way we want to express that and celebrate that. So I felt it was important that we, we come back to that. So what does rejuvenating yourself mean to you, Paul? Well, basically, you know, rejuvenating your spirit, it, it's when you're nurturing that inner part of yourself, you know, that like your emotions, passions, and sense of purpose, but it, it gives you like a new breath of air on the inside where you just feel like you have, a new purpose. So sometimes we find ourselves out of sorts in our lives, but it occurs from what an event or something in your life, and you're not, you know, things are out of whack, and it could be a loss or a change or something that happens that's unpleasant, and we find ourselves drained in one or all aspects of our life. And when we find ourselves in a rut, it's important to stop. Absolutely. And then assess what's going on, right? Sure. Look around, see what we're doing, and then initiate the appropriate personal care, right? Right. Whether that be self, mental, spiritual. Physical. Absolutely. Because there's something we're not doing. And, and the and, thing is, when we're talking about rejuvenating, we're trying to get back to where we were at some point when we were happy. And I think it's really important for us to take a moment and take a breath and think about what we were actually doing in our lives at the time that we were happy. And so, I think that's vital. And for me, being an empath and Pisces, emotional gay person, and living in this homophobic society, the only place I can really find myself is when I'm alone or someplace where I can hear myself think. So a lot of times it's getting away from what's going on and touching bases to myself and making sure that I'm okay. I think connecting with nature is probably one of the biggest things that I can think of for me to help getting to a point of rejuvenation or to find that point in myself where I can, you know, have that introspective. Yeah, nature is a really good place to do that because if I'm somewhere where there's a million distractions going on, I tend to find myself out of whack and, uh, and I end up in a people-pleasing mode a lot of times, just trying to make everybody happy um, and make sure that everybody's entertained and putting people's needs over mine. So stepping back, looking at what's going on and checking in with myself is super important. And 
just unplugging, you know, I mean, not being in that media stream constantly and not being right at the edge of every text message that has to come in and you have to answer right now. And <laughs> I mean, it's, we forget that we have the right to not have to do all that right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of, sometimes I think it's maybe easier than, you know, it sounds because life is full of distractions and demands. There's always something going on. There's a pressure. There's, uh, you know, the news. There's uh, your phone ringing. There's um, texts coming in, emails, things that you have to take care of. I mean, or the power is going to go out, you know, I mean. Absolutely. You and being in the moment is in the times when I've been most happiest in my life are the moments that I was truly present at that point. So that brings us to our, our next point that I think is very important, which is, you know, practicing mindfulness and meditation. And, and I think that you could definitely lead us with that. Yeah, that's super important for me, meditation, because um, even though I have separated myself from the craziness, uh, my mind is still going a million miles a minute. And the only way I find myself to slow my mind down is uh, meditation, you know, or, you know, listening to music. Sometimes if I rock out for a while, it'll clear my mind and then uh, I can calm down a little bit. It seems strange to listen to, you know, rock music and then be able to calm down to that. But it does. <laughs> it does. I can't. I, I understand what you're saying. It takes my mind out of that, <clears throat> you know, that funk and gets me into a place where I'm in charge of my thoughts again. You know, I'm not replaying all the craziness that went on throughout the day in my head. I think the most interesting point about, you know, when it comes to mindfulness and meditation is that it's something that we practice, right? It's not something we do and we get perfect every time and it's going to always get better, better, better. It's, it's a relationship that we build with ourselves. Every time we do it, it becomes a little more something. It's kind of like someone told me, you know, um, what we know about the truth about ourselves will change as we grow. And it's kind of like that. It's, it's a practice. So, I think that's kind of a cool point in regards to that. Um, the next thing I would talk about possibly in regards to getting back to a point of rejuvenation or a point where things were good with ourselves is, you know, being creative and sparking that creative part of ourselves. I believe that act of creation and getting back to that elemental touch of spirit there, I think that's vital. Well, I like, um, I like painting. Brian does uh, meditations. He, he has been working on some new stuff, so hopefully we'll be seeing that on the website soon. I'm really excited about the way that it's going. I also like writing, and, and I love making cakes and stuff, but I'm trying not to because we get fat real fast these days. <laughs> so getting into your creative side is really important for you to escape. And the other one I would say is for me to get out of a funk or for me to stay in a good place is for me to be very present and aware of the things in my life that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that cultivating gratitude is a really good thing. And I, I remember once in a previous podcast, we talked about that. I have a friend that we would do a list back and forth between each other. Each day we would text each other five things who we were grateful for and we couldn't repeat. And it was a, a really great way to stay mindful in regards to gratitude. And I think cultivating gratitude, however you do that, keeps you in a positive mind frame and not obsessing and dwelling in negativity. Mm -hmm. Explain that process again, because I think that was a really worthwhile thing you were doing uh, with the five positive things. So every day uh, I had a friend 
that would text me five things that she was grateful for. And I would respond with five things that I was grateful for. And we could not repeat the five things. So every day we had to come up with five new things that we were grateful for today. It could be breathing, the having rest in my sleep. It could be that, you know, I've got a new pillow or I've got a new window treatment and whatever you can honestly get in touch with at that moment, it was something, but it's the act of looking for something. You're so that for. exercise alone makes you stop what you're doing. Stop, Absolutely. Stop the craziness and think about what's going on deeper in your life and find those things. Sometimes you have to, you know, change your thought process to find the things that you're grateful for. I think that was a really awesome exercise. And not, you know, then truth, it's like, I don't believe in extremes as far as like you, nothing's all good or all bad, but things are wet or dry sometimes, right? And and it's kind of like you can't be grateful and be, you know, angry at the same time. You're, one is gonna, you're gonna have one in relation to the other. Yeah. You, you can't have, you can't be pitiful. <laughs> I can't be pitiful with myself and be grateful at the same time. It's just not something that works together, right. so. And I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that thinking of grateful things makes you uh, release serotonin or positive uh, vibes in your brain, you know, the chemicals in your brain, and uh, that alone is gonna make you happy. I think happier. Another, absolutely. And another thing is, you know, spending time with the people that mean something to you, nurturing the relationships between you and people that are vital in your life. Those are, those are key. And you know, when I'm hurting and and I'm in a funk, being able to reach out to someone that I care about or that I trust in is really, really important mm -hmm. because if you lose that ability to do that, then we are truly cut off. And that's when we're isolating and we don't have to do that. It's something we trick ourselves into and it's usually done by feeling that, but it's, that is the biggest lie I tell myself is that I can't tell any I can't share this with someone else right that's it's just keeps me locked into that and that's bull so there's it so earlier today I saw you um do something that I think was applies to this as well um you know I, I'm not sure if anything stressful was going on or anything but just the way you interact with our dog Jules I know that that is a form of you know, relaxation for you, a form of escape, a form of, um, you know, um, changing your mind patterns, your thinking patterns, and just... I definitely do. Uh, you know, her her life can be somewhat limited. I mean, she can't run around free like we can, and she can't just go and meet people like we can. No, right? but she doesn't have to work every day. Either. She doesn't, but at the same time, <laughs> I don't... She doesn't have to be ignored constantly because we're watching TV or we're eating dinner or, you know, we're Which, reading paper. Which, by the way, our dog is spoiled and she's <laughs> never ignored all she's day. She's never ignored. But I like to take the time to let her know that I'm there just for her in that moment sometimes. You know, but, because I think that's important to true, nurture that relationship. But I think that has an effect on you as well and it makes you... Uh, a more relaxed person. Um, I definitely believe that. Rejuvenated in a way. Um, it, it brings you... I don't know, down to earth or something. It, 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 I, I've seen that in you. There is documented evidence that petting a dog does relieve stress. So that's mm -hmm. something that's there. So, um, and, and you know, that, that is kind of in line with the next point that we were going to talk about is, you know, engaging in activities that bring you joy. You know, there's certain things that make you, that, that bring specific types of joy to different people. And, 
you know, sometimes, and like I said, I enjoy baking because it makes me feel closer to my mother. And I've, I lost my mother a while back. It is close to Mother's Day at this point, And that does come up for me. And there's times when I really want to pick up the phone and call her and tell her, you know, what's going on in my life or, you know, I get excited about something and she's the first person that comes to mind to share it with. And I don't have that anymore. But when I do some things, it brings me joy because I remember being a kid and standing on a chair and helping her stir something so that she could put it in the oven. And, you know, it was really great. So. Plus I get to eat it. <laughs> If I just made the icing and not the cake, you would be a lot more happy. I know that. <laughs> I'll eat the cake, too. I mean, I'm not picky. So I think probably the next thing we probably want to talk about is practicing self-care, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if if we are in a place where we're trying to get out of, we do need to take care of ourselves. I, I know that there's been times when I went through significant loss and grief and it was difficult for me. It felt like everything was a ton of bricks moving around. You know, it was just difficult. And it was hard for me to get up and just take a shower and brush my teeth. And those things were, they seemed trivial and pointless. And I had to make, you know, an exerted effort in that. And I actually made, uh, I told my friend Karen that I would text her every day when I had done those three things, right? And that way, if she hadn't heard from me by 9 a.m., she would call me to say, what's up with you? You know, you need, you need to take care of yourself. And she would hold me accountable. And that was important. So I think practicing self-care is important. What are some ways you practice self-care, Brian? Well, you know me. I like my rest and sleep. So um, I, I pretty much keep a set bedtime. I sound like I'm so boring. But it's kind of a, it's a healthy thing for me, I think, just making sure I get plenty of rest, plenty of sleep, um, and then eating well and uh, exercising. But I think you're better at that than I am. I don't think you win awards for that. I just think it's... Well, I, I heard if I don't, so <laughs> I have a different motivator than you do. You close more rings on your Apple Watch than I do. I actually set them lower. That's oh. the trick, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, relaxation techniques, that's... Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Meditation and listening to music are very relaxing for me, and those are things that I do. You know, and setting meaningful goals are important, you know, as far as those things go. And and I think that, you know, when we identify what the goals are and we can align them with our values and, you know, that we can set the ones, small ones, that are achievable, then then we have a good opportunity to to make those things play and to bring us what we need out of that effort that we're putting out there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important. And then what would you say the last one is? Well, you know, inspiration for me has always been something that keeps me grounded. Um, so, you know, I try to set, surround myself with some sort of inspiration. Um, I, I like, you know, reading things on the internet that are inspiring, books, um, podcasts, um, even movies, when I am, you know, bored, I like to watch a movie that's inspiring rather than just, you know, a fluff movie, so to speak. I find inspiration a lot in other people, especially at my job and, and with what the type of work I do. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, I, I enjoy training and when I see someone getting it, it really it inspires me that, you know, how we can do things better. And it, that's just something that 
But I agree with all the things you said. That's your that's your uh, personality, though. You're a very creative person and a very you, you like to have motion and you like to keep things um, inventive and uh, in getting you know increasingly better. Just well, thank you. Motivating and moving uh, moving things along, so to speak. Well, I appreciate that. So. Basically, what I would tell you, if you're in this place today where you're trying to get through something and, and maybe you just you're not feeling what you were feeling, I would say, you know, give yourself a break and just take the time to know that, you know, this is an ongoing process and that taking care of yourself is an ongoing process, just like breathing. And that it's all about, you know, the self-care that you give yourself and you're worth it. So be the friend of yourself that is patient enough to allow you this space to explore and discover what you truly need to nourish and rejuvenate your unique spirit. Yeah. Take the time. You're worth it. So peace out, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to Gay Peace Journeys podcast. Now it's your turn to spread the peace. Please take a moment to share our link with anyone that might benefit from listening. Don't forget to like and follow us for more gay peace. We hope you'll continue your gay peace journey with plenty of free self-care content on gaypeace.com.